When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen. It's 10 after 8. It's still pretty foggy out there this morning. Partly cloudy this afternoon, chance of rain late this evening. High of 78, right now 63 degrees. Oreo. Boy, I feel like in in my entire broadcast career, I've not talked about Oreo (laughs) as much as I have this year. I know. Isn't that crazy? What is going on? That's why. Whoever they hired, whoever their marketing director is, is doing a hell of a job. No kidding. Oreo has rolled out dozens of new flavors over the past few years, but they've taken it to a new level now. The newest Oreo flavor is a mystery. They come in a white package, and the, the cookies themselves are the traditional chocolate Oreo cookies. They're just not telling you what the cream is. Your job is to guess the flavor of the cream. If you guess right, you could have a shot at winning $50,000. Wow. And five other people who guess it right could win $10,000. And I wouldn't mind either one of those. That's sure, sound money, right? Be, we're going to have to get these mystery Oreos. Tim, you've had them, haven't you? They were located where I was hanging out one day, and I had one. And I think they taste like cereal milk. You sure you want to hmm. give away your $50,000 answer on the radio? Well, I'm sure it's a specific, like, who owns Oreo? Nabisco? Mm-hmm. What, what cereal company? So it's probably tricks. I mean, I don't know. There's like huge cross. Oh, so you can't just say cereal. You got to be specific. Well, well that's my it guess. is a secret yeah, flavor, very similar like to a secret, secret sound. sound. Uh, that is not correct, Tim. Well, you have until the end of November to submit your guesses to Oreo's website. Man, they're milking it. End of November? Milking it. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to sell cookies, though. You, know? you want to know how we've hung in there for 15 years, right over here. That's <laughs> you know crazy, though. Have you guys bought Oreos in the last year besides the ones, Fritch, that you've brought in for us to try? With the regular flavors? ones, you mean? I've only bought regular. I, even, even when they have all those flavors there, I just I want old school or double, double stuff. stuff. Yeah. I haven't bought Oreos, Oreos since high school, and it was double stuff. Yeah. yeah. I bought those thin ones, but then when I one time Jeff and uh, Jen had a story about how you don't really they're not that much better for you than the regular Oreo. So I was like, well, what's the point in that? I can mm-hmm. have the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I ever bought them because I thought I was dieting. By the way, according to the people at Food and Wine, they've tried them and they've all decided that it's either Fruity Pebbles or a more generic cereal milk. There what you color? go. Tim said. What color is the cream? Is it? It's not. It's white. It's whitish. Whitish. Uh, 
So it's probably not going to be Fruity Pebbles unless they just left out the the coloring. Well, an Oreo, I'm told, already did a Fruity Pebbles flavor called Fruity Crisp. So maybe maybe they're onto something with that cereal milk idea. Hmm. But I wonder how specific you do have to be, though. Like you're saying, do you have to say? Oh, I it bet is, you gotta. Think you, for that kind of for fifty coin, grand, you gotta, yeah. yeah. And since we're on the topic of breakfast cereals now, we've gone from Oreos to breakfast cereals. Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They just announced a new limited edition flavor of their cereal, Hot Cocoa Puffs. Ooh, like spicy? No, like hot cocoa. Yeah, they've added some marshmallows. (laughs) Spicy. (laughs) Yeah, cumin. (laughs) Yum. Who doesn't want a little bit of that in their breakfast cereal? <laughs> mm. Listen, it's, it's gourmet it's all the cocoa rage puff. now. Chocolate that's got spices right. in it is all the rage, which is why I'm thinking, like, oh, that sounds fun. Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, like hot chocolate, duh. So you're hot overthinking hot. kids' breakfast cereal. Hot cocoa, cocoa puffs. <laughs> <laughs> so they've added some marshmallows, but as far as we know, they did not change the, the flavor of the cereal pieces at all. They just added the marshmallows, so it's already on sale at <laughs> some stores. If you can't find it in your store, maybe just buy a box of regular Cocoa Puffs and a, and a bag of mini marshmallows and make your own. It sounds way more fun with cumin in it, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Or Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> See... This is why you should only stare at your phone for 15 or 16 hours a day. Anything more than that would just be excessive. And I'm not kidding. There are people that look at their phone that often. A 21-year-old woman in Nanchang, China, named Wu Zhaojing, loved a game on her phone called... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Honor of Kings. And last week, she had a day off work So she spent the entire day playing Honor of Kings on her phone. At least she spent the entire day playing until her right eye stopped working. Not good. No. She went to the hospital, and she was diagnosed with retinal artery occlusion. See, you keep playing with that. You're going to go blind. I've been told that more than once, which is something that normally only happens to elderly people, but it happened to this this girl. She's she's a woman, but she's 21. That's young. And there's a chance that she'll be permanently blind in that eye. That's scary. Still too early to say, but Wu is pressing on. There is a picture that was circulating around of her in the hospital the day after her eye stopped working. And sure enough. After how many hours it did that? Does it say? Uh, let's, well, she said she t- she had a day off work and she spent the entire day playing. And when they... And after, and after her eye stopped working and she went to the hospital... Mm. They got a photo of her in the hospital, and sure enough, what is she doing? She's got that phone in her hand. I'm going to have to share that story with some friends in my in my world. 
in yeah. your circle. Put your phone down. I mean, I start to get <laughs> cramps in my thumb. Yeah. And and that'll shoot up my forearm. Yes. I thought that was from carpal tunnel. Is that from it texting? It might be, but it might. I mean, I think that the texting can help it. I think it can cause. I just got a brace from a friend of mine because I'm like, I think I have carpal tunnel. And now here I'm wondering if that's what uh-huh. I have. Carpal tunnel from your phone. Yep. <sighs> yeah. My phone. <laughs> 817, Jeff and Jen and Tori Cannon with your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, it's 820, areas of dense fog, partly cloudy this afternoon, chance of rain later on this evening in a high of 78, right now it's 63 with Jeff and Jen. By the way, I want to play for you audio of a guy at a Southwest Airlines gate. A guy was trying to fly Southwest out of New Orleans last month, and the gate agent wouldn't let you ask a question unless you sang a song first. Oh, wow. Oh, cute. I know. I love that this airline. fun. So he got on the intercom, and he did this. Black Street? Yep. Diggity, no doubt. Wow. And then he was like, can I get an upgrade to first class? I know. After that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, boarding an airline is still just horrible, but when you got airlines that make it fun like that. That helps, doesn't it? It sure does. You know, you're waiting in this massive humanity until they call your group and then standing in line and you're packing into the aisle and waiting forever for people to load their bags into the overhead compartment. It's also bad for a different reason. We're all infecting each other. Mm-hmm. A new study out of Arizona State University found that the way the airlines board us is the worst possible way for spreading diseases. Zone three, they're always the sickest. <laughs> well, so, I, mean, I have no idea. I really, I haven't studied it that closely, but I've always kind of wondered what is the what is the. I mean, is zone one? Is that all of the window seats? Mm-mm. I don't know. Is it the back of the plane? Is it the middle of the plane? No, because they. If you notice the way that they board, is they board from front to back. So zone one would be like rows, whatever through whatever. And then the next zone, and then the next zone, which I think is the dumbest way to Why get don't the you airplane get the back first. Yes, because then you have that all would these make the people most drudging through. I know, but then you also have—I don't know—I think it's Southwest, isn't it? That they do like A, B, and C, or something like that, and like all the A's can get on first, and then all the B's get on, and you don't have an assigned seat. Mm-hmm. You're just—it just—it's right. like dependent upon like how. Isn't it first come, first serve? Yes. You get there and you take one of those little colored plastic thingies. and I believe so. And then they're like, A. And you just get on. Mm. So you can sit in the front row. You can sit in the back, the window. I believe. I haven't been on that airline in, in a, a long, long time, time. But that's how it used to be. But 
having us constantly crowded with each other is it's just really easy for germs to spread. And they found that if there was an Ebola outbreak, with the way that we board planes, there's a strong chance it would spread at least 20 cases a month. Oh, my God. So here's how the researchers at Arizona State University suggest we fix this problem. They say it would be better to have people board the plane in two different doors. Yes. I, that would make yes, sense, too. They do that internationally sometimes where they send you to the back of the door or the front of the door. They also say to board people randomly and not by sections to cut down on crowds, although I don't know how you can – there's really no way – I don't know how you do that, but but I think you're honest. I think if you start from the back and work your way – and look, if you're in first class, I mean, what is the advantage other than – your towel and your drink, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. I mean, you you get a more comfortable seat. You get a little more leg room. It's wider, free drinks and all that, but I'm okay – if I'm in first class, I'm okay with waiting for everyone else to get on the plane. So you don't have people walking by you? Yeah, because because they might even sneeze. people like who are <laughs> exactly they could touch you. Well, and so you get on first class, you got to stop and you're holding everybody up because you're putting your stuff in the overhead compartment. It's just not efficient. Well, and if you're in first class, you have all the people that are waiting for everyone else to board standing over top of you just like staring at well, you and, and breathing on you and then you have the flight attendant coming through with your cocktail yeah right. and i gotta move for that now and your hot towel yeah you're right let's just stick to the first way it is classers. <laughs> i've never been i've been first class one time in my life and it wasn't even really super worth it for me because i was on a red-eye flight going from vegas to here so it was like the entire thing was you were asleep, and so I, I didn't get to, like, drink or anything. I did it once, too, and I was so hungover. I did. I slept the whole Yeah, while. it's like, daggone it, didn't I didn't even, even take advantage it. of it. Mm. The classic American love story sure has evolved. Two girls, I'm sorry, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. <laughs> that works. Oh, my gosh. Freudian slip there. It's your classic American love story. Two years ago, a girl in Des Moines, Iowa, named Madison O'Neill was going to a wedding with her brother, but he found a date last minute, and she didn't want to be the third wheel. So a day before the wedding, she went on Twitter looking for someone to go with. She did it kind of as a joke. Mm Mm-hmm. But this guy she knew from high school named Charlie Dorman responded. She was a year behind Charlie in school, and they weren't really tight. They weren't really friends. In mm-hmm. fact, she actually thought he was kind of annoying. But she took him anyway, and they actually hit it off at the wedding. That's that, a great place because the mood is set for romance. Mm-hmm. At that point, Charlie had already enlisted in the Navy. And six weeks after the wedding, he had to leave for San Diego to start boot camp. But they've been dating long distance ever since. She is at the University of Iowa. He is still in San Diego. And when she went to see him recently before he got deployed, he proposed to her. Oh, cool. Isn't that sweet? Last week, she reposted the first tweet from two years ago that said, Hit me up if you want to be my date to a wedding tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> and then she posted a photo of the proposal and said, 
boy, it's crazy how things work out, right? That's sweet. I love that. All right. One of the longest running studies on happiness started at Harvard University in 1938, and it's still going on. This is a long-running study on happiness. It started at Harvard in 1938. It still continues. John F. Kennedy, our president, John F. Kennedy, was part of the original group. And about 60 people from that group are still alive today. Okay. They're all in their 90s now. Wow. Over the course of almost 80 years, the researchers have found the two main things that affect long-term happiness the most, especially as we get older. So if you only focus on two things in life, here's what they should be. Jen, listen carefully, because you need to hear this stuff. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah. I, uh-huh. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. I'm giving you a gift here. I appreciate it. Number one, <laughs> don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Try not to let things stress you out if they really don't matter. That's hard, though, sometimes. There is a book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. That's some deep stuff right there. Well, this means you got to start putting <laughs> things in a perspective. Right. And realizing what's important and what's not important. If you can master that of not sweating the small stuff, you will be happier. Because the people who don't sweat the small stuff, they realize that life is short. So they spend the time they got focusing on their good stuff and they don't let the bad stuff they got going on in life stress them out too much some bad things are of course going to happen so you have to be resilient but all the little stuff don't waste your time with it because you'll be plenty of big stuff to deal with and tackle in the real world so that's the first thing the second thing don't i don't know if i agree with this one don't let yourself become too isolated <laughs> <laughs> You've become much a happier person when when you're being dragged about to places that you like. You're a much happier person than when you were sitting at home alone in the dark, naked with the windows open, rocking back and forth. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know about that. They have found a really strong connection between how happy people are, how much they socialize, and how close they stay with friends and family. Ooh, that is kind of interesting. I don't know that this applies to everybody. <laughs> there have got to be some exceptions to the rule here. Now, that doesn't mean they stay in touch with everyone. But, and I agree with this, being isolated, that's not good. That's not good for anybody. But mm -hmm. neither is spending a lot of time with people who are toxic or negative all the time. So mm -hmm. it, uh, if you're going to be, you got to surround yourself with people that are relatively tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the family thing, especially if you, if you like your family and they're good people. I mean, I come from a that's really, great. really small family. I mean, it's mom and dad and me. Mm -hmm. And that's all there is. And my dad had one brother. My mother has two sisters. I have a total of seven cousins. I mean, that's it. And I spent a lot of time with them growing up, kind of. 
I mean, they were, I'd see all of them two or three times a year, but that was it. But over the summer, it was really cool because within a one week time period, I saw all of them and some I hadn't seen in over 20 years. Oh, wow. More than I have cousins I haven't seen. And well, well, probably 30 years. And it was just like, I mean, they're family. Like you didn't skip a beat? No. Right back? Yeah. And it was, it was, it was very, very cool. And it made me wish that I did live closer to them. Do you talk to them them now more than you did? I'm going to see one of them this weekend. Um, My parents. Yeah. My cousin is going to my parents' house and I'm going to go meet them. I'm going to go to Jacob and I are going to go. Good for you. So, I mean, it's, it's, that's cool. My circle's small. Is it weird that I love, like, I'm very happy. I'm very happy being alone. No, I am too. And I could count on, well, not one hand, two hands. I would be okay with having these 10 people in my life. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You, you're too quality over quantity. You you're more about depth. You'd rather go deeper with fewer people. Yeah. But there's oh, people yeah. there though. Oh, there's absolutely yeah. people there. Yeah. But those ten people that's my widest circle. My inner circle. Yeah. One person. Probably one person. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Is that unhealthy? Is that weird? I don't think anything. I don't think so because I think weird. if it's a strong relationship because i'll tell you i mean post baby our circle probably went from about 75 people down to about four because (laughs) you have a baby i mean there's not that many people that understand that and it's challenging because you're so used to having all these people around you all the time and socializing with all of them to now where it's just like scott and i a lot Mm -hmm. but because the bond between the two of us is so strong, for me, it fills the void of being away from so many people. Yeah. I think you'll come full, full circle on that, too. Like, I think oh, you'll yeah. get to a point where you're ready to. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of there. It was very hard for us because we had a very challenging baby. And I became more of a, we can't go anywhere. We have to stay home. She's a maniac. I became a very introverted person for a long time. And people would want to come over and I'd be like, no, because she's crazy. And I can't socialize with you while I'm trying to take care of my kid that's screaming. So it's kind of broadening a little more where we will take her. I mean, to a lot of different places. Yeah. So the circle's kind of opening back up, but not as much as it was. My, my circle was closed for... I yeah, don't know, 10 years. It's hard when you have a, a child that takes a lot of need from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I think it's definitely quality over quantity. Oh, yeah. For me, anyway. For sure, 100%. I like our morning circle. This one? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good it one. really me is too. helpful. And I'll tell you, when I was on maternity leave, I would get to listen to you guys. And I was like, they're my friends. <laughs> even though I did it I'm serious even though I didn't get to like talk to you and hang out with you in here I'm like oh my god Jen is still so shopping all the time it's like it's like I didn't miss you I missed right. you but I still got to be around you Jeff Jen Fritch Tim and you there just, you the, just the five of that us that works 835 <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102 thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen morning show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport Start your trip at cbgairport.com.